This is You're Nearly Dead, the podcast that's literally a write-off. There's three chums, all stupid enough to have a go at each other for their creative endeavours, who encourage you to do the same. This week, it's Charlie. Say hello, Charlie. Hi. <laughs> that's it. And Ben. Hello, I'm Ben. And uh, Matthew. Hi. Oh, sorry, Althea. And of course, what's your name? I'm Matthew. You oh, you're Matthew. Yes. I've been looking for you. Right, so what's this thing about uh, you're nearly dead? What is this? What is, what's this thing you've been doing recently? I've been hearing about it all over the internet. Everyone's been talking about it. It's yeah. on Reddit, it's, it's on it's, subreddits. It's non-stop. If you've been living under a rock, basically, we're trying to encourage everyone to be creative, get out there, because... Who knows, in a week you could be dead. So why not put a poem out into the world? So <laughs> yeah, it's like they always say. Charlie, Ben and myself are here to give you that prod up the rump. I love to think of a man thinking like, you know what? I've reached the age of 95, but the one regret I do have is that I didn't write quite enough poetry. Yeah. I wrote a, a, an amount, but... <laughs> it wasn't enough. It, uh, it was a soup song. It should have been more of a an avalanche. A soup more... Does that work? Nope. 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 Okay, that's fine. Let's carry on. So, Charlie, how's your week been? Um, Still only very early in the week, but fine. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anything to report? Really? Um, Charlie, this is the bit where you do your bit. (laughs) Oh, no, tell you what. No, I've got a a flat. I've got a flat. Um, No, no, Charlie, the bit we just discussed you doing. (laughs) Oh, right. (laughs) Which bit? Go on, tell bit. us about the flat. Go on, tell us about the flat. It's not very good. Um, I've got a flat. You know, I've decided the other day. I've got a flat. Great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now go into the Podcast bit you're going to do. Oh, well, I, I, I thought it was. I thought it was shit. But all right. I went for some drinks after work, which has slightly derailed the podcast. We're ten, twenty. We're half an hour late now, actually. Um, and we went to a, a pub. It's called the Optimist. It's in Northampton. It's about five minute walk from where I work. And we went in there, and it was full of, I say full, there were about, probably about 12 or 15 really well-dressed uh, women, all in these fancy dresses. And it just felt weird. For a t- Tuesday night, it was remarkable, frankly. What's it? Where, uh, where, where, is it you, where is it you work again? Northampton. I see. I mm. can see why that would be a problem, right? Well, no, it, it, it's nothing. Nothing just on a, on a Saturday night. It would be noteworthy, but not unusual. <laughs> You'd make notes. Uh, but on a Tuesday, it was, it was remarkable, actually, just after work at sort of 6 o'clock. Um, and then we, we went and sat by the window and the streets were teeming with similarly dressed young people. Um, although the, the specimens in the pub when we got there were by far the, I say by far, but they were, they were significant, they were head and shoulders above the, uh, specimens. above the others. So I, I, I presume it's some sort of university thing. I mean, it just seems strange doing it on Tuesday night. So was there, I mean, were they dressed, when you say well-dressed, do you mean they were dressed uh, sort of in formal attire? Or do you no, mean cocktail they dresses, dressed, cocktail dresses. Cocktail dresses, specifically cocktail dresses. I'd say so. Male and female. Uh, they were all, in the pub they are all female, but on the street I saw some uh, men. In cocktail dresses. No, but the the the, the male equivalent. So what's that? Is yeah. it possible? I mean, I don't I, I, I don't I don't know Northampton's culture particularly well, but is it possible there was some variety of cocktail convention? It could have been. I my 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 theory is that they're from the university. So while you're there, look, whilst you're there looking at them, you think you are you're all of you're, you're all of a average academic ability. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's okay. So what you're saying is that you weren't just looking at them for their bodies; you're looking at their minds equally. Well, you don't yeah. see something you... So making it okay, making it okay, making it fine. It was it was fine before, but all right. Holistic romancer. It's true. If if Trump had just said, I grabbed them by, the, you know, the thing, 
But I, I also look into their eyes and appreciate their intellect. I didn't grab anyone. We've all been like, well, look, he's being he's, he's appreciating the full woman. So, you know. Well, maybe. Uh, I think it's questionable at best. And incidentally, the uh, the actual name for a cocktail convention, of course, is a cockvention. Um, well, yeah. So if you, saw anyone wearing, if you saw anyone wearing any kind of shirts mentioning a cockvention, I mean, were the guys potentially dressed like cocktail waiters as well? Yeah, and there was one chap in a, in a white uh, jacket. Was he holding mm. a shaker? No, he was very short. <laughs> Man, you can't. <laughs> you have to be a certain height. Well, shakers are very tall, so if you're low to the ground, you can't quite. You can't lift them up high enough no. to get them off the ground. Yeah, I'm sure they would have brought out miniature shakers. Well, he was a miniature shaker. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he's never getting with any of those girls in the pub. I'll tell you what, that height. Yeah. So this has gone from great. To <laughs> <laughs> that was a top quality bit. That was a top quality bit. Uh. Right, so Ben, what have you got for us this week? Just use that voice. Ben, what have you got for us this week? <laughs> it's his bit. Don't, yes. hey, don't, don't harsh his bit. you just got to go with That's, it. I've been doing that every week. It's crap. I'm fed up with it. Ben, talk to us. I've What's... never done it before, you twat. <laughs> <laughs> ben, what have you got for us? Well, we found out is Charlie will agree with anything as long as it's derogatory. You did it again. <laughs> no, I didn't. Shut up. <laughs> this is, you're going to carry on the theme of last week's episode, just ripping into Matt. I, I, assumed, I assumed it was because you were next to each other in the chalet and you were like, this is more fun. No, I, don't, I know why it was, actually. I've listened to it now. I'll tell you why I did it. It's because you said, oh, Charlie saw about not winning the previous three. So I was like, right, he's getting it. <laughs> Got so it. He actually, actually, Matt started it. The thing is, the thing, great thing is that you just still didn't win. Each week, we choose a theme from one of the previous week's poems. So that represents a minor victory for the author of that poem. Um, and then using, so it's, it could be a line, a word, a phrase. So the word in this case we got from last week was wildlife. And I think... From Matt's, I believe, yes. That was, uh, uh, that was the, the minor... That's why he emphasises minor uh, victory, one can only assume. Get in! Uh, oh, yes! Minor, Very minor, minor victory. Minor, minor, minor victory, yes. It, was, uh, it means nothing. Insignificant to the point of... Uh, Christ, I'm playing it up. Does the person who picked the uh, World Wildlife yep, from Matt's yep, also yep. get some kind of victory? Definite, definite um, victory. I think that we was can Charlie, adding victories in. Eventually, everyone will get a victory. Or one person <laughs> will get three. I mean, that's also possible. Uh, I'm pretty sure Charlie picked that, so he wins. Okay, I win that. Fantastic. Yep. I'm looking forward to the day when Charlie... Because obviously, Charlie always chooses something and then votes for his own choice. Uh, that's and not he often true. chooses. And he often chooses it from his own poem. So I no, think, I think fa- one, no, one week he's going to he's going to write the winning poem. He's also going to <laughs> he's also going to choose the winning thing from his own poem and get a triple victory. I mean, yes, you haven't won a thing yet. So now, Charlie, it's your chance. You've got to be the triple at some point. No, it's going to happen when you and I are away. I'll be his moment. <laughs> no. Charlie's just got one up. He's one nil up on the podcast at the moment. Okay. So, um, Charlie, you've introduced the theme wildlife. How about we go into Ben's poem first? Ooh, mine first. So, my poem in response to the word uh, wildlife. I mean, no, it is a poem. Let's go with poem. This week I'm feeling confident. Usually I don't feel that super confident about saying poem, you know. I want to say just like, you know, piece or thing or... But let's say, let's say poem. All right. Okay. Uh, mine is entitled uh, Wildlife, Wildlife, Wildlife. Oh. Uh, sh- shall I read it for you? Uh, yeah. Go on then, Ben. <laughs> Uh, I'm really going to enjoy this. Um, Wild is life. Domestic life intrudes, forcing equilibrium. When I look down lower, I forget everything. What is left delights. Less 
is far enough. Jesus Christ. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, that's horrendous. <laughs> I thought it was horrific. And then I looked at it and went, oh, God, that's an acrostic. <laughs> just, <laughs> just shat all over a big pile of steaming poo. <laughs> Dreadful. <laughs> right. <laughs> Weird what was the word you used to describe the? I think it's an acrostic, isn't it? When it it's, is, uh, it's an acrostic, spelling yes. wildlife, wildlife, wildlife. <laughs> so when you said you wrote this, what's that? And it sounds like an anagram or something. Like <laughs> a sack of shit. Hang on. That's why it's called wildlife, wildlife, wildlife. You accurately interpreted that. Yes. So you went. You went for a walk with your dog, and, uh, and what happened, Ben? Tell it. <laughs> run us through that. You said you wrote it half an hour after our piece. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, we'll, We'll get into the backstory. Let's get into the past. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Okay. Um, okay, I got this. I love it. So wildlife, 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 wildlife. Wild is life. Domestic life intrudes, forcing equilibrium. When I look down lower, I forget everything. What is left delights. Less is far enough. There we go. <laughs> You read it like Microsoft Sam. If, Mi- yeah. if Microsoft Sam is uh, is a powerful beat poet, then yes, I agree. Well, he's uh, like... And maybe he is. Maybe he is. <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I wrote this uh, largely to take the uh, take the pressure off Matt this week. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for that. That's right. Glad I went first. So, so did you just come up with the idea while you were walking and thought, yeah, I'll fill in the blanks? <laughs> No, I, I wrote the whole thing while, uh, basically, as, I'm, as I text, okay, I'll, let's explain this fully. I texted you uh, very shortly after recording the previous episode mm. to say, done, uh, and the fact that it was in the bag, nailed it. <laughs> uh, oh, you did as well, I remember that. I did indeed, yes, yeah. and that's true. Uh, so basically, I yep, stood up from the recording, went downstairs, got the dog in the harness, left the house, walked up to the local arboretum, was surrounded by nature, yes. I thought, you know, here I am, surrounded by wildlife, 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 Yeah, uh, it's best to get this down on paper. Um, and then I realised that <laughs> exactly. if I said wild is life, um, which I'd said honestly as a joke to myself, I realised I already had yeah. the first three letters of the word. You might not get mm. this yet, but the first three letters of the word wildlife in acrostic form. So, oh, I just followed yeah, through on that. Just followed through all the way uh, and was like, "Well, there you we go." Definitely followed through. Yeah, I did yeah. follow through. Um, so let's, Carl. We might as well quickly try and help Ben put him out of his misery. Here. I mean, what you need to do, of course, as we do every week, is you need to work out what the poem's about. <clears throat> Uh, don't I don't say wildlife important. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I mean it is to oh, a certain God. extent. It is to a certain extent. I'm more interested in almost encouraging our our dear listeners to uh, get behind the the creative process so that they can produce works like this of their own. <laughs> is this a <clears throat> So uh, well, domestic yes. life intrudes wild is life. So have you got a wild domestic situation? Uh or does domestic life intrude into your wild life? Well, I'm trying to. I think what I'm saying there, and there is there is actually some serious purpose behind this. It's written yep. with a yeah, deliberate, the deliberate level of, of silliness. And obviously, I wrote an acrostic purely because I thought Charlie would love mm. that. Uh, that was for your benefit, <laughs> for Charlie's benefit. Yeah, um, but yeah. uh, but no, what definitely uh, there is there is something to this. I was uh, up in uh, the arboretum, as I say, walking the dog, and made the very intentional uh, choice to not. Uh, use any listen to anything on my earphones, which I generally end up doing. I generally listen to podcasts while I'm doing the, my sure. walk with the dog, uh, which means that it's like work, work, work at home. Uh, go out, listen to podcasts, which sort of is like more input than come back and blah blah blah. So it was one of those moments of being like, oh, you know, if you just actually just, just take a little second and actually just mm. sort of try to not be doing anything particularly structured, 
It's nice. Not exactly yeah. an original thought, but an, an important one, there I think. There you go. See, that's the crux that I was trying to get towards. That's that's how to appreciate life. Yeah. And I'm not going to even say the word wild. <laughs> when I look down lower, I forget everything. <laughs> what is left delights. Less is far enough. It does, to be fair, in fairness, it does make sense. It does make sense, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the point. I think the, the first yeah. the first three lines follow the second three, as you were saying before. Wild is life. I'm tr- it's basically say life is fairly uh, uncontrolled. It's pretty chaotic. Um, and mm. and has its roots in 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 things that aren't contemporary, and then domestic life yeah. intrudes again. That is a very hackneyed point, so it really only makes it fun to say in the sense of an acrostic. But yeah, it's still it was something that occurred to me then. It's that thing you get, I think, as you as you get older, that you think of things and then realise they're massive cliches, but you still thought of them. What you know without mm. contextualising them. Too right. Mm. I I think that's valid. Enforcing mm. uh, equilibrium. I quite like that as a little two line two word piece that's, that's alright that's mm-hmm. good because um, you know that's one thing that we try to constantly do in our lives isn't it mm. our wild wild lives and when I look down lower I forget everything um, that's tautology shut up Charlie it is look down lower look down lower no because you can look down to a certain point yeah, and you then can. you can look yeah, exactly. lower I know you're the tautology king but that is definitely not a tautology there's no need to do, there's no need to do to distinguish between looking down and looking down lower in here. There is. It's more imagery. Like, that's like saying when I look downest, <laughs> then, then that would have been it. That would have been tautology. No, a, well, he hasn't described what's down, so he doesn't need to tell us what's below, what's down. <laughs> so we don't know what down is. Let's get with the rhythm of it. Well, if you, no, if you, if, you, if you actually, I mean, obviously, there's the, I mean, you could, I can see what you're seeing. You're seeing the fact that I needed to get the L in there because it's wildlife, but it's actually not true. Oh, I think, yeah. No, no, but no, no, but that is actually <laughs> what happened. That is not what happened. The actual truth is my habit when I walk around is to look down uh, more often than not. Mm. If I'm walking around, walking the dog, I'm not generally looking around at my surroundings. I'm listening to things, focusing on them and looking down. Okay. Mm. Where you're walking. I think so. That that was, it, it, like, again, there's actually quite a lot of genuine stuff going on here, which is almost the more, more embarrassing thing. Sure. Um, sure. So that's the looking down but looking down lower on a more metaphorical sense trying to actually go like oh actually let's let's actually look down if you see what i mean mm. so like i say this is embarrassing to say uh, out loud but there is actually some real depth in there no, no that's fine it's not embarrassing that's it, good it is it is because it's a very embarrassing thing to carry depth it's almost as like you've wasted you've wasted the subject matter because you <clears throat> oh, used no, this no, no. stupid format no subject matters wasted. I think someone needs to bring back the across. No, they're dreadful. They're inherently dreadful. I applaud him. I applaud him for bringing something that was atrocious on its surface and then actually saying, well, look, there's bits that actually do mean stuff to me. That's that's ideal. You've got two levels. You can encourage it. I, I, I couldn't get behind that. Well done, Ben. Plus, you have to realise I got it's a wildlife three times. Do you not realise that, Charlie? Like that's There's three times in there. That's the wildlife... See? Where in the poem, what, what what about the poem, other than the wildlife, 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 means wildlife? I mean, you've got the title, you thought, oh shit, I'm tied to that. But I don't see, where's, where's the, where are the skiffling rabbits? In <laughs> oh, I see, skiffling's a word this week, is it? <laughs> well, I... Uh, oh, flit- flitting briefly, yeah. I had got three Fs there, it's true, I could have got a flitter in there somewhere, couldn't I? I missed you my opportunity to get a flitter in, that's a yeah, shame. Yeah. Flittering yeah. equilibrium. <laughs> Seriously, no. But what is left delights? Yeah, I think it does put to me. I mean, I think we're in, we're helped a little bit by the fact we. I'm picturing the dog walk now. Um, <laughs> otherwise, there's bollocks. Yeah, I'm with Charlie. Hey, that's absolutely yeah. not true. Come on, don't just don't try and win points now. I know, I know, I know, you, I know you're, I know you're afraid of what's coming. No, next. in terms of in terms of wildlife, I'm applauding you for. I think the 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 stance you took on creating an acrostic that 
<laughs> was hilarious and uh, and then had a little bit of depth. I think that's... No, that's look, 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 be, look. Yeah. Okay, I've got a defence here. Look, wildlife. On, wildlife, two words. Make it quick. That's that's it. Not wildlife, one word. Wildlife, two words. That's it. It's different. It's a different. Wild. It's a different. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I figured someone was going to pick this apart like that this week, and uh, yeah, that's 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 what it is. It's not about wildlife. The uh, obviously, I literally was surrounded by wildlife, and that's what inspired the poem. So that is also a factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. walking in an arboretum. It would have been it would have been better if, in some way, there was a meaning behind having the word wildlife three times, because you could have just presented wildlife once, and I would have liked it if I'd seen something that it said. Three three different looks well, at because the concept of the acrostic is it, it's a it's an old it's an old concept right okay we all we all, we all know this concept from you know uh, our schooling days uh, mostly our primary schooling days um, yeah, but what, enough to have school but what we don't uh, realize is that every form in poetry is open to uh, experimentation this is very much an experimental Defo. acrostic Defo. where you where you repeat the word yeah I like that but I'm looking at the first eight. Uh, line so the first wildlife that's a piece on its own and then the second two go too much together can you put unpick them to say that there are two different subjects there uh yeah because that i would have liked if it was three different bits you with me charlie um nah (laughs) (laughs) one thing right okay so fair enough second two wildlife's great first one is will glee fit fit it's not really wildlife Oh Jesus! What have you just said? What, what are you uh, talking about? <laughs> Look at the second two. The, the final two. Or the final Willly fit. He's right. He's right. You split them up slightly. It's actually called Will the Fair Wildlife Wildlife, <laughs> which, if anything, improves it. <laughs> okay, so the, it's a mess. It's basically what we're saying. Is, it is a mess. It's a, mess. <laughs> it's a tragic mess. It's not. Tra- it's no. I think he's. He's. There's no tragedy. There's no tragedy. I. I. Uh, I'm entirely. I'm. The, I'm definitely the hero of my story in this. In this situation. I, I think clearly what the takeaway from this is that school teaches you certain things about poetry, and most of it should be left behind. <laughs> so, Charlie, how about your piece for this week? <clears throat> uh, this is my piece theme is wildlife what's the title oh. is the title wildlife uh hasn't really got long i suppose it's dogs that's the first line i don't i haven't tended to bother with titles perhaps i will do oh, anyway um, no forget it okay it didn't work for ben yeah no. it goes uh dogs they're not even that wild <laughs> sorry go on. they're not even that wild but they can be frustrating to keep my family kept one for 15 years in a cold house we tried to teach him to shut the kitchen door rewarding him with a little chewy treat he wasn't into it you like wet food, chasing cats, and shagging other dogs. <laughs> he never shut the door. Okay. Um, this is about your brother. What? No. Oh, my dog. It's about my, it's about my oh, Okay, it's about a dog. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, just used to, I'm used to metaphors, you know. I'm just assuming that, you know, when you said... Not everything in life is a metaphor. Wet food, chasing cats, and shagging <laughs> dogs. It couldn't be more literal than that. <laughs> no, it, no it, it's pretty much bang on. I'm just checking. I'm just checking. I don't want to go piling into an uh, interpretation before, you know, I'm confident whether I'm talking about literal or... Uh, Metaphorical. Let me give it another go. Sorry, I was interrupted. Um, dogs. Uh, they're not even that wild. They can be, but they can be frustrating to keep. My family kept one for 15 years in a cold house. We tried to teach him to shut the kitchen door, rewarding him with a little chewy treat. He wasn't into it. He liked wet food, chasing cats, and shagging other dogs. He never shut the door. Okay, question. Uh, just, I mean, first, first up, uh, you've 
on the subject of wildlife, chosen dogs, and then immediately pointed out they're not wild. Mm. Yeah, pretty quickly that was. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Carry on. Uh, yeah, you're fine. Uh, oh, that's, okay, fine. He's fine, the, I, I can explain no, he's fine with that. He's fine with that. He's fine with that. Okay. Do you want to do another reading? One more. Good one. <clears throat> he's done two. It's dogs. He can't, can't go any three. Dogs. Keep... Dogs. <laughs> yeah, leave it there. Um, so what I'm seeing here is obviously a poem about a dog. I feel I feel confident with that. Are you on board with this, Matt? Yeah, yeah, I'm on board with it. I, the okay. thing I'm I'm looking at here, and I think it benefits from the uh, reading Charlie's just given us, is that it's the the whole. Uh, ba- it's not a battle because it's totally reciprocal, and dogs love it. But the whole thing of humans feeling that they should keep something. Uh, mm. You start on the first two lines saying they're not even that wild, which almost says yeah. And the and frustrating to keep is well, yeah, they it clearly didn't really like being kept. Reading that through and the way you read it, I the thing I thought that was kind of missing from it was something. I love the la- the last line. We never shut the d- he never shut the door, but I almost feel like there's something a little bit more uh, poignant you could have added here. It doesn't quite feel like it has enough of the the real meaning behind it. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, 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 my, my first instinct with as with uh, on the experiencing Charlie's previous things is to assume that there is more content in here than I'm uh, than is on on the surface. I think there is, but I think that my only issue is that there's not enough uh, revealing of that. If I'm reading that objectively, I, I think do that's think a fair of just yeah. well, any sort of terri- well, no, terrier terrier no, no, would just do all that, and there's no melancholic value, which I think there definitely is behind the way Charlie's written it. It just doesn't quite come across to no, somebody. But it's who it's, know it's, it's the is. poetry of the small thing. It's that idea that I really like, where you, I mean, most people I like tend to do it rather than getting into lofty big concepts uh, already talking yeah. very very intensely. It's just t- mm. talking about a very small detail. In this, in this case, really small detail of having had a dog. Yeah, it's a little snapshot. You snapshot know, you know ver- exactly. You know very much that it says we kept on fifteen years, meaning okay, there was a dog fifteen years and it died. You know that from that lines. So that whole thing's wrapped mm. up in that, um, and that you're yeah, and that, that then it's just about this very small experience of the fact that you couldn't make the dog into exactly what you wanted it to be. Um, it was what it was. I guess it doesn't explain how the the writer felt about that particularly. Apart from the frustration, no, you sort of get glimpses with uh, when he, you know, you say in a cold house. So again, that sort of says, well, that's not really where he probably wanted to be. And we tried to teach him to shut the, the kitchen door. Yeah, what are you doing, keeping a dog in a cold house, Charlie? What's that about? The dog's got a fur coat. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Stick him out in the rain. And that was the, the, the reason of the cold house is why we were trying to teach him to shut the kitchen door. I see. That's the. Um, but I, <laughs> That's I think I've been too. Obtuse. It's his own stupid fault, is what you're saying. No, no, I've been too obtuse here. I, I, there, there is, there is more to this, but I haven't really dealt with it here. Uh, I had a little bit more. I deleted mm. it. Um, the idea is that everything's wild. So dogs are not even that wild, but yeah, you know, you can, t- you can, you can train a dog to. Your dogs will do some clever stuff, clever shit. Um, Training, or they're not really into chewy treats. You know, they, they they like what they like. They like wet food. He loves wet food. Yeah. He likes meat. He likes chasing shit because that's what he, you know, that's what he's programmed to do. And he likes shagging. Yeah. That's what he's programmed to do as well. He's not interested in shutting doors mm. much as, you know, uh, you might train a, a very clever border collie to jump over some stuff, but show it something really interesting and you can forget about crufts. So, <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be joking. I was, from, from this, I was going to look at um, foxes or wolves. 
and ultimately, ultimately mm. humans, because I think ultimately we're pretty wild yeah. as well, which is why, you know, I, I, I should really have come home, gone to the shops and written my piece for the podcast, but I went to the pub. Yeah, much as we tried to uh, cage you. Yeah. Are you saying you wrote this having got back from the pub? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> I see. That's interesting. I mean, I mean that, that. I mean, I don't think that actually shows. I think it shows. This could be a good example of what happens when you're forced to do something fast. Of course, is that it's. I mean, I shouldn't have mentioned that. I don't. I don't know. I think. I think it brings an interesting twist on it because I think it's. It. It reads. It reads like it's quick. You know, it's it's just been put down in order, but it doesn't read like it's. Um, it reads. It reads. It reads. It feels what, complete. What I like about it. I like I like that we know that backstory and that we've got this little snapshot and I can see you just writing about your dog's died, you've known him for fifteen years and you've just written this little thing that's just come off the cuff. And that, and that's I like that. That's fine. It's not really about the dog though. No, no, you can see that. Um Yeah, it's 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 the the dog is a device, it's not a note to the dog. He's, he was he was mm. a sweet dog and I missed the dog. I will miss the dog. Um but he's not the you know, he's 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 a useful idiot in this case. Dogs off, dogs off, and he's not an idiot. Well, he's a, well, he's an idiot. That's the point. You know, you're wild, and whatever you yeah, may, you, I mean, whatever you can be trained to do, <laughs> even as a even as a human, uh, underlying that is are your basic instincts, which are pretty hard to overcome. Well, you got that one bit of a line where you know you mentioned your family, and one thing I've always noticed about people that keep dogs, and this totally includes my family, is you use them as a conversation masker or mm. piece. So you can use it when it's necessary, or you can actually just go, you can just talk to the dog rather than someone just to sort of fill the void. Um, and it's partly because they're stupid, and you, humans quite want to have something there that can distract from the pain and things that happen from being a family. Probably more that they just don't speak English. I mean, I, I'm not being facetious. I mean, genuinely, I think the fact that don't talk like that about his family. No, they're idiots. <laughs> See, he is, which is great. Not me for a change. Uh, no, but you can. The fact that you can talk uh, about something that's in the room. Uh, is is a great asset of a dog that you can be there with a group of people who all could talk to each other and about each other but instead you talk about a thing that can't understand it's being talked about uh, which as you say is a conduit for talking and for and for talking mm. I don't know whether it's for talking insubstantially or not I've been debating this recently having just got a dog whether the dog basically means that we talk less or more because we literally talk more but mm. we just say things about the dog quite a lot of the time that's yeah, your point. Yeah, well, yeah. It's an yeah, easy nice. thing to talk about. I'm not talking about the weather, but it's, it's even better than that. Well, obviously, but also the dog yeah, is part of your uh, life, cute, you know, cute. in a way that is unique to you. It is actually part of your life. The weather isn't, you know, I mean, so there is something more to it than just it's than, it's a little more complicated than just a completely nonsensical small talky thing. They're good for they're good yeah. for pulling as well. You know, if you want to clean up on Tinder, stick a picture yeah. of you oh. with a dog up there. Well, one thing we dog. know about Charlie is he also likes wet food, chasing cats, and shagging other dogs. <laughs> yeah, and he never shuts the door. No, he never shuts the door. I do. I'm always shutting doors. I'm criticised for shutting doors all the time <laughs> because I grew up in a cold house. You've been giving too many little chewy treats wow, when you were young. Sorry, hold up. This is a bit of information I find fascinating. So you're saying that as a result of growing up in a barn, you always shut the door. Yes, you're sort of inverting the whole cliche. Turning on its head. That's amazing. Well, yeah, because barns are cold. So you want to keep the heat in, so you shut doors. That's right. Fascinating. So people, there's there's an expression we can retire. It's not true. Absolutely. Yeah, no. So it's, it's been, oh, you're born in a barn. A, no, I was born in Lebanon <laughs> Hospital. And B, I shut doors.
I've got a little bit. I wanted to jazz in a little bit of um, discussion for people listening. Um, of, so hold up one second, one second, one, hold up, hold up, hold up. Jazz in? Yeah, I've never said that before. No, it's fine. Okay, I just want to clarify. Carry move on. Yeah, so just revealing a little bit behind the curtain of how we're actually creating some of these so that people realise how fucking easy it is. Not for you. you. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm, str- I'm like a lame, a lame duck. That's true, he currently is the lame duck, as, uh, as decided by Charlie. Someone's gaffer taped a wooden spoon to my back. <laughs> I can yeah. barely move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what I've found from the previous seven or eight episodes is... I've started writing to the topic and the first four lines, six lines, eight lines, it sort of starts, uh, things start getting written down. It's good to start getting things down rather than just sitting there looking at a blank page. And lots of it will be rubbish. And I'll get through it and I might have written eight different four-line pieces and you can shift bits about or you can say, no, I don't want any of that. And I just want I just want to whittle away the fat. And it's a li- it reminded me a little bit of sculpture where I've got, for example, I'm looking at eight different sculptures. Some of them are fattier than others. Some of them are beautifully carved, and they're ready to go. Um, it, that that never happens. There's but, beauty in fat as well, Matthew. What are you talking about? Uh, um, eh, no, there never is. No. You want something concise, you want it to be to the point, and there's too much flab that's, um, that you, know, you can bring into it without, without realising. So... I, what I want to do is an exercise this week in identifying from all the fucking fat I had just going right I've got four lines here I think that's all I want to say it looks short but to me it's it's what I was what I was feeling about wildlife so here goes I'm, I'm so oh, excited man. about what he's about to post into the group this is, I'm so excited no it's going to be rubbish it's rubbish mate if this is just three words I'm going to be so happy right here we go drop it in drop it in drop it in I'm dropping I'm dropping I'm dropping I'm dropping, I'm dropping. okay <clears throat> wildlife <laughs> wildlife sorry go on shut up <laughs> I need silence right wildlife <laughs> greedy bastard reckless branch falling on the ground from doing too much I don't know. I, I, I've always liked the way. Um, I mean, my half my family's from uh, Yorkshire, but I don't have any of that. But I always prefer the um, the northern you know, bastard rather than bastard. No, I, I noticed you appropriated that for yourself. There, that was good of you. Um, yeah, too right, greedy it's bastard. Poetic license. You're allowed to appropriate it all you like. It's fine. <clears throat> greedy bastard. Reckless branch falling on the ground from doing too much. Four lines. One thing I can say about this is that at least it does require very little time to reread. Um, it does, but I almost feel I should add more pauses in it because that's, that's sort of uh, going to pad it out. It's going to be hard <laughs> to notice when you're reading your piece or when you're just saying stuff. That's the main issue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do it again. A bit, 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 bit more of a gap. You know, you add more of a yeah. pause yeah. for you know, effect. Right. Greedy bastard. Reckless branch. Fallen on the ground from doing too much. Full stop. It's good to emphasise the punctuation. Give it another go. (laughs) I just think. How do you read it? Give us a go, Charlie. Well, go on. Greedy bastard. Nah, it's crap. Um, (laughs) Hang on. Greedy bastard, reckless brown, fall on the ground from doing too much. (laughs) Greedy bastard. (laughs) Reckless branch falling on the ground 
from doing too much. You know what this sounds like? Actually, I mean, this, this is sincere, uh, as I usually am, but you just don't believe it. Uh, <laughs> this is very much like uh, Samuel Beckett. What? Part, no, genuinely, it does, it, it reads, because Samuel Beckett's stuff is this weird combo of extremely unnatural and natural, so his stuff tends to be, <clears throat> it literally is just, just like, a sound, sound like a person talking, but kind of like they're talking, sounds like they're talking to someone, they're talking to no one. Right. So this is somebody talking, kind of monologuing effectively. And it's and there and there's a lot of gaps in terms of the logic, and it but it's still it sounds quite like a natural conversation. Do you see what I mean? Uh, uh, Charlie, are you getting that? No, I think for me, it, it, to me, it sounded like a line from a play. All right. Well, I mean, Samuel Beckett literally was a playwright. So. Oh well, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to ask for fear of uh, looking ignorant. Is it possible that neither of you know what Samuel Beckett's like? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Obviously, yeah, no, obviously no we don't know who he is. Who is uh, it? He did. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Study creative writing, Charlie. Fuck's sake. We we're playing for time. I didn't do anything. Shut up. I'm going to Google him in my, in my own time. Here you go, waiting for God. No, that's not. Waiting for God, that's not. Did you do the Hamlet? No, it, is, it, is, it is waiting. For, no, it's waiting. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did, he did. He did We Will Rock You. That's him. Oh. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Ben Elton. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was spelt, spelt Ben Elton, but it's pronounced Samuel Beckett. <laughs> is he related to Thomas Beckett? Maybe distantly. I mean, from a different country. Um, to be fair, we probably all are distantly. Um, <laughs> fair point. So come on, okay, let's get let's get let's get down on this really seriously now. Okay, so interpretation. Charlie, do you have anything? He thinks it sounds like it's from a play. Could be, yeah. It's a, it's a nice it's a play about what? That's the question. Oh, you, you're riding. You, you're on horseback. You're riding through a forest, and there's a branch that's fallen in your way, and you curse the, your surroundings. It could be quite an irreverent, charismatic lead. Lead main character, mm. someone quite like me, <laughs> quite like Charlie, Charlie, but with a helmet on. Charlie, if he sounded like Sean Bean, in fact, if you read it like Sean Bean, this would get a lot better. No, there's more humour in it than Sean Bean. No, this is a, this is a, this is a, this is funny. Greedy bastard, reckless branch, fallen on the ground from doing too much. There you go, done. Mm. That's okay. You can't, that's, okay, uh, if, if that, something like that. The person reading it, this person, the narrator would have to be really thick. Because obviously a branch can't be reckless because it's... Well, no, but this is a, this is a as I say, monologue poetic device type thing. It's the moment in the play where the main character starts monologuing. Admittedly about a branch, which is slightly a weak starting point. It's not really the same as talking about a skull. Um, no, I think you've gone off topic. Get back yeah. to Charlie in a helmet. <laughs> okay, so Charlie's in a helmet. He's riding across the... What, what it, plain? Savannah? I'd probably have my helmet off if I were riding in a, in a situation where I didn't need my helmet. Well, perhaps if I, yeah, I suppose nowadays you need a helmet. You can never be, you never be too careful. So we're talking medieval, Charlie. Medieval, Charlie, yes. Okay, well, I'd, I'd have my helmet off, so we can see, so we can see the moneymaker. I mean, we need to be able to, you know, need to know who the character is. <laughs> It'd be anyone. Well, quite, yeah. So you think, you think there's some humour in it? Oh, big time! Yeah, it's a funny, it's a funny piece. It's great. I mean, okay. Once I have to ask the, the next question again: uh, Is there a metaphor we're missing here, or is it as literal as Charlie's? <laughs> there's nothing you're missing. I, I was just. Um, I pissed off with something that happened at work. Um, I was really angry and I was I was spouting some right bullshit. And then um, I just thought, why don't I pull over and write the poem? And uh, and this, I, I was just looking across, surveying the landscape and thinking, yeah, wildlife, wildlife, wildlife. What could I, uh, how could I crowbar a poem out of saying wildlife three times? And um, <laughs> no, I just I just looked at the trees and I thought, if one thing that's really quite uh, it's not harrowing, but it's uh, quite uh, strong imagery. Is when you see a big fat branch that's been snapped. It's always you know snapped off a tree, really, um, and it's dying. And it's 
I don't know. It wasn't conjuring up ideas of death or anything like that, but it was just it's it's out of where it's supposed to be. Um, the wind's blown it, or something's pulled it down. Are we suggesting that the branch has um, fallen through excess growth of fruit, which is a thing that does happen. That happens. It, it, things, it happens from so many things. But is that is that what you're talking about? Because obviously the greedy bastard thing, trying to connect the greedy bastard concept to the branch. Oh, the, the, the branches, they tend to droop, I think, more than snap off. No, but then they do, they droop first. They do snap off, yeah. We used to lose quite yeah. a lot. It's worth revealing that all of us grew up with fruit trees in our garden because we're that kind of awful people. Mm. Mm. Uh, so, yes, <laughs> we're that uh, kind of awful people. No, in our, in our orchard, we did actually lose quite a few of our damson tree branches through uh, overgrowth of uh, fruit. Yeah, it's a usual problem, one which most of you have experienced. Yeah, everyone does on the mean streets of. Well, we noticed our pear and apple trees drooping, uh, the branches drooping rather than snapping off. Albeit those trees were much younger than Ben's damson trees. Exactly, and yeah. not all trees are, and not all branches are greedy bastards. I'm saying in my my branches that I grew up with quite often were greedy bastards, and then they fell on the ground. Yeah, from do, lots from of them. Doing too they much. get too yeah, 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 too yeah. heavy with fruit. They get too fat with fruit. Exactly, you're getting the metaphor. So is it fair to say that all three of us wrote our poems fairly rapidly this week? No. No! <laughs> <laughs> Just you, you anchor. Now, come on. No, come on. Is there, is there a metaphor? Tell me. In all seriousness. No, we haven't talked... I don't think we've gone through this enough yet. <laughs> Get Charlie space. Give him some space. <laughs> I've done quite a lot considering the breadth and, and sort of reach of this poem. Shut up! <laughs> I think I, I, I... Ben, I think you're onto something with the monologue idea, actually. To, to me, it's someone... You know, walking through a forest in some sort of medieval setting, perhaps even later than that, but cursing. Yeah. It's a fraction of a monologue. It, it's just not the complete. It's not the complete monologue. That this is the starting point. I think it's a really nice starting point. But it's a. It's a really. But it, it's a really lovely part of a monologue. Though, yeah, yeah, no. If that's what it I is. really want to know what comes next. And I, like I say, that Samuel Beckett thing was sincere. It genuinely has that feeling of Samuel Beckett. That kind of quite quick jumping from thing to thing, not completing sentences, but still talking quite naturalistically. It does have mm. that. It's just that it doesn't go any further. So the thing I said at the start, the thing I said at the start about trying to whittle away the fat, and the why I was so worried about presenting this this week is because it's, I've I felt a bit uncomfortable about saying, well, this is what I'm presenting. But actually, I, I guess I should be proud of the fact that you don't need that many words to tr- get a message across. I think I'd rather see more. I, I I'd, yeah. I'd want this to be want several more. paragraphs. Oh yeah. Um, which I I don't think our format here really supports, but. It'd be, it'd be lovely to lovely to read more of it. Yeah, well, nailed it then. Well, I think you've what you've done is you've set up a concept which can very easily be expanded out to be about more than just a branch, for sure. Uh, there's definitely grounds for it to be a bit more meaningful. It's just that obviously, does the, it stand the, alone? No, I think it's a setup. Yeah, and, no, I don't and, think it stands alone. And then you, yeah. fo- it would follow through to to taking the concept further than just a reckless branch being greedy falling over. That's like a starting point, and then you can go places with that yeah okay okay well, one last question one last question before we move on because um, we probably should have been going on for a while for this one um, could it have been an acrostic yeah so if you change the if you change the last line and it starts as <clears throat> uh, graveling doing too much graveling too much and you change falling on the ground to eh, eh, <laughs> then you it, it becomes Greg <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> well, problem solved. That's uh, that's deep.
Right, so that was a great week, and we're now going to look to pull a theme from one of the poems. Charlie, if you'd like to look at my poem. Ben, if you want to look at Charlie's, and I'll look at yours. All right, so I think we've picked. Yep. I'm going to go from from Matt's poem. I chose the word greedy. Greedy. Amazing. Okay. You're very much the one-word man, aren't you? You like your one words. Yeah. I don't like anything to intrude on them. I feel like until you've got a word next to a word, that word just doesn't have, you know, doesn't have enough force. I like my words to counterpoint. And for that reason, I've gone with uh, shagging other dogs. Okay, that's, that's not bad. That's not bad. So I guess this week we're going with... Hey, what are you picking? Go on. Uh, I, I forgot everything. Um, well, forcing equilibrium you like before, so I mean you can. You know, no, I don't like that. No, that's, that's the problem is that's basically a lot of your poems. Yeah. So I was thinking domestic, just the one word, but then I thought um, left delights, but no, I think that's more it. words, not one word. One word's just so bland; it's so hard to get any kind of starting. Okay, point here it is. So this week we're going for what is left because your guys' Ooh. suggestions were crap. What uh, is left? What, what is left is nice. Okay, so so can okay, we have to vote now? So who's uh, who's up for what? Guys, it's got to be shagging other dogs. Yeah, that was a unanimous vote there. That rarely happens. No, we all got behind that one. Hey! <laughs> I know. I mean, it was because it's such a good choice, which which means <laughs> that in the awards section we're currently in, Charlie has taken the wooden spoon. Congratulations, Charlie. Uh, but you selected uh, it, so you. you get the... Uh, the no, 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 Golden no. Tillywink. I, I did a perfect delivery there, and you fucked it up. <clears throat> So, Charlie, you want to say anything about this uh, lovely moment for you? There's one of the first awards you've won for uh, this show so far. Go and fuck yourself, and I'm jolly pleased to have won the award. Okay, well, <laughs> winner. The wooden spoon. You've only got the wooden spoon potentially until next week, at which point it might get taken away from you. So, just enjoy it while you've got it. So now we have to oh, okay. vote for who takes the cup home today from the three poems, and who is the lame duck. Okay, I think we can deal with the lame yeah, duck. Yeah, the lame duck, <laughs> right away. Let's put it out its head. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta put a bolt through its head. Matthew, you know it's you. Yeah. Come on. Put a bolt through its head. All right. Sorry, Ben. Ben, off ben. you go with the lame <laughs> duck. <laughs> <laughs> ben. I'm afraid it's got to be. Not to be pernickety, if you shoot a duck in the head, it's not lame, is it? It's just dead. <laughs> it's not going to be doing much walking. <laughs> Well, no, it's, it's it's lame, and then you put it down. Okay, so you're trying to suggest that unanimously you've decided I'm the lame duck this week. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Think yourself lucky. Both of you think yourself lucky. You see what I've done for you? You see what I did for you? That's friendship right there. You've given Charlie the... Yeah. yeah. Charlie's got an award. You've got well, the question award. Is, the question is now is who takes the cup, because there's only two left, isn't there, really? Now we've now we've eliminated the third. There's got to be a winner. There's got to be a winner. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we going for, boys? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Charlie, isn't it? Fucking hell. It's not Charlie. It's got to be Charlie. Yes! No, of it's course it's not. Charlie. It is. What are you on about? It, you said, <laughs> who got compared to Beckett? Yeah, you, had, you, did, you hadn't heard <laughs> yeah. of. And told their piece was incomplete. Yeah, it was incomplete. Yours is incomplete, Charlie. Yeah, no, but it's more to yours, it than yours. Yours didn't touch, you didn't scratch the surface. Right. I'm getting my claws out. Charlie's is a full concept. It's it's a full story. You see the whole world. You know what's going on. Yours know, is the it. beginning part of a beautiful thing, but not the whole thing. The point of mine was it was a tiny sculpture. Intricate. Look, no one's awarding the Oscar to the first five seconds of Star Wars, all right? That's not how it works. You need to have the full exactly. film, right? So, come on. It's moving on. The cup goes to Charlie yeah. for the first time. No, yeah, it doesn't. It does not. <laughs> it does. Well, I vote for my own, so that's two to one. So. <laughs> <laughs> Swivel on it. Yeah. No, I think uh, this week, Dogs, Dogs is the winner. 
So, Charlie, yeah. take the take the cup. By nose. Take the, here's the here's the cup, Charlie. Thank you. Meaning you took this week both the cup and the wooden spoon. We're going to put in it, Charlie. In the cup. Yeah. Yep. And then eat, and to eat with a wooden spoon, presumably. Wet food. Wet 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 food. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, he might have won the old cup, but he did have to have his funny line delivered to him by another member of the team. But, uh, <laughs> never mind. That's fine. He's, Thank you. He's your hype man. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Thank you very much for listening. We've got a Twitter account, at You're Nearly Dead, where we welcome you to send us contributions. And next week, we're going to be bringing a new theme, Shagging Other Dogs. So please join yeah. us then. Of course, we are a production of the Very Good Network. Uh, please check out the website, verygood.org.uk, to find out more shows we do. We do shows about beer, shows about uh, ideas. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I can't do that. <laughs> That's a teaser for next week. Say goodbye, everyone. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. Good night. Bye-bye. 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 Bye. was a very good podcast from verygood.org.uk. What have you got? Uh, it's from a tiny brewery that's just started in Northampton. Oh, yeah, really? It's a good. It's just it's just one bloke making beers, yeah. And um, he's made four different ones. This is his dark ale. He's got a stout that I've got on the shelf that's slightly, I think it's 7% or something. So it's like, ooh. So he's crafty rather than real ale then? Very much crafty, yeah. Who the fuck would think that Northampton would even get craft beer? Everywhere's got craft beer now. Northampton's up and coming, mate. It's fine. Fucking du- Tavistock's got craft beer now. I mean, Christ alive. No, it's, not, it's not just top nest. I've got an unusual style of beer, actually, called a lager. And it's made by a <laughs> pretty, pretty small brewery called... Cronenborg. <laughs> well, the K, I think the K might be silent, so it's Ronenborg. No, all uh, eight of the letters are, are silent. There's only one that you pronounce. Which is <laughs> what? G. G. Yeah, I think that's right. Oh. It's just a G. And it's, it's, it's got the batch number as well. So this is batch number 1664. <laughs>